I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Romanda. Getting ready for the weekend. And, of course, a lot, lot less hockey after tomorrow. There's 14 games tomorrow in the NHL, and then a lot of teams either have a week off before and then a week off after uh, the All-Star break in Toronto. But you, Drew Romanda, you're busy because you're a good team player, and you're doing yep. you're doing AHL hockey during the summer. I'm on break. uh I'm on tonight, uh, Calgary Wranglers playing the Barracuda. I'm on tomorrow with the San Jose Sharks, Buffalo. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, um, San Jose, Anaheim. I think we somebody else we got in there. And then I'm doing the AHL All-Star game. You know why, Jamie? You know why? Because when you enjoy your job, it's never work. You're never working for a living when you love what you do. Let that be a lesson to you, young man. It's free today. How? Free life advice from Drew Romenda. It is a great <laughs> Friday. Here's another guy who doesn't stop working. He's got the Vegas no. uh, pre-post game show. He's got the trip podcast uh, with the he National Hockey League. Uh, of course, welcome back to the Prairies, uh, Darren Millard. How are you? You know why I work a lot? Why is why? that? My boss tells me. <laughs> <laughs> and I say yes. <laughs> I like what I do, but I, I don't do it for the same exact same reasons as Drew. Drew, Drew, Drew is my mentor when it comes to positivity and uh, and shining the light. I, I wish I was more like Drew. <laughs> well, listen, I'm checks in the mail, pal. As you know, I appreciate that. <laughs> What's the weather like back there? I'm, I'm heading to to Verdon, Manitoba next week uh, for a speaking engagement during our All Star break. I, I need to. I need to plan out uh, what I need for for weather and things. Like next next weekend uh, or next like yeah, during the week. Next Thursday. That might still be pretty nice. It looks so, like a plus four in Saskatchewan, anyways. Uh, oh, next good. Thursday, so yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'm soft. Like I, I, I've gone soft. I oh, without it. a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. I tell everybody, Darren. I tell everybody. Yeah, exactly. You can get used to the warmth, but you never get used to the cold. A hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. A little bit different from uh, jumping on uh, buses and doing broadcasts in like Melfort and Yorkton in the dead of winter. There, Harry Darren down in Vegas. That's a little bit different. Oh, I remember driving the uh, the GX ninety four station wagon around uh, Melville and uh, <laughs> up to uh, Kenora and uh, and uh, just just being so petrified that the thing was going to break down and exactly. plugging that thing in and making sure that nobody was fiddling with it. Oh my goodness. I'm getting PTSD right now. <laughs> uh, well, Darren, let's uh, dig in a little bit before the, uh, the Rangers and the Golden Knights, of course, uh, play tonight. But uh, on the Chirp podcast, you've been able to chat with Alexander Degg. I can't wait. It just dropped today yeah. to go watch the uh, on Amazon, the chosen one, a documentary about Alexander Dagg. What are we going to learn about what some say is the one of the biggest busts in draft history? And I don't know that you can necessarily argue against that type of narrative. Uh, the The thing that you will learn uh, about Alexander Dagg through the documentary and the conversation on the chirp is uh, some of what was going on behind the scenes, and he makes he makes no excuses. Uh, about uh, about what happened, but uh, he uh, he lost a little bit of his drive and uh, his uh, Mister 
love for the game and uh, that ability to fight through things that uh, that uh, carrot in front of you that keeps the motor going that vanished for a while in him and it's it's incredible and uh, Drew, you were you were coaching uh, yeah. in and around the league then, and and we followed. He was a phenom. He was Connor McDavid. He was Connor Bedard. And yes, he was. Maybe uh, not not to those to the uh, completion of those skills, but he was a phenom, a generational talent. And then he was out of the game by the time he was twenty five, like out of the game for two years. And uh, and rediscovered uh, something like Marilyn Yu when when he stepped back from the game. Now Lemieux had a much more successful career, but stepped away and found a love for the game and and, and returned. But the script had already been written. And uh, what what the documentary and the conversation with uh, with Alex does is just uh, sort of walks walks everybody through some of uh, the pressures and some of the uh, outside uh, behind the curtain uh, events that that were influencing him at the time. But the thing about him was, and this was back when we didn't handle draft choices well. We did the same thing with Pat Falloon, our very first draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but Dade comes in. He plays 84 games. He gets 20 goals, 31 assists on a bad hockey team. He, he had a really good first year. But after that, it has to do a lot with the people that you surround a young player with. How did how did he react to the fact, or did he even talk about the influences that he didn't have? Well, he, he admitted. Uh, I asked him point blank, like, what was what was the most fun? What was the most enjoyable time? And he said that first year. Uh, yeah. it, it, it was all great that first year, and then uh, just the the organizational pressures. Uh, they didn't. They weren't very good. Uh, no. which uh, which piled on. He was doing interviews in French English after every game. He was a charismatic guy. Uh, he felt like he had to put on a show. And and where where it uh, it kind of leaves the path that uh, we've seen other players uh, stay on and get successful is uh, there. I didn't get the sense uh, from from Alex that there was anybody there to just uh, mentor him. And and keep, yes. well, there's lots of veteran players around there, but they're also looking after their own careers and, and survival to, mode uh, make sure that they, they were staying in the league at the same time they, they didn't have that foundation and you couple that with uh, with a guy who had plenty of outside interests and he, he laughed <laughs> at me uh, he, he walked through some of those uh, and and there is uh, there's the off ice stuff which we all know about and laugh about and it not by no means was he um, uh, in uh, any type of uh, danger of being in a program or anything like that, but he loved to have fun uh, off the ice, and uh, and he fully uh, embraces uh, what he what he was able to do. But he also had outside interests, guys, and uh, those included uh, film, which he's in now. Uh, what he what he's doing right now in production and and producing uh, different events. He was in. Uh, just recently, he was in the the film rental business and doing. He's always had these outside interests, and and he had, goes down the path of maybe that was a little bit of a distraction to him. But he used that as a coping mechanism too, uh, to to deal with all the pressure. And when he when he leaned into his outside interest, non hockey interest, uh, he was met with a lot of blowback uh, mm-hmm. within our game. And, and that further, uh, 
just fueled the uh, downward spiral of his career. Like, he went from Ottawa to Philadelphia and was great early in Philadelphia, playing with Big E and, and, and that great uh, team. And then all of a sudden, uh, they wanted to change his game. And then he was out of there and uh, uh, moved on to three more teams after that. And uh, he, he was never able to find his footing uh, after that initial uh, two-team step and being interested in other things. Even the simple thing, this, this will blow your mind, you guys. He trained in Los Angeles for a while. And Bob Clark, uh, who we all admire as an amazing player and a, and a general manager, he, he's as old school as, as they get yeah. or had at that time. Bob was absolutely furious uh, that, that Alex was just training in L.A. Like, get your mind focused. What are you doing? Now it's commonplace. Sydney did it. Uh, yeah. Geno's done it. We have three teams in L.A., uh, or in, in California, so uh, it was just he in, a, in our conservative sport, being a a player, a high level player with uh, with charismatic personality and outside interest. It was the wrong time. It was the the right player at the wrong time for that. If it's today, I think it might turn out different. It's hard to to guarantee that, but uh, but I think there's a much more better opportunity of Alexander Dagg being successful today because, one, he wouldn't have been shouted down as much for being a more worldly person in our very conservative game. I'm part of that conservative game, by the way. Like, I'm conservative, and, and <laughs> I make no uh, attempts to, to hide that. I, I want you to be focused, like Bedard, like Sid, everything. Uh, but we're more, we're more agreeable to, to the personality yes. side now. Darren Millard joining us, uh, hosting uh, Las Vegas with the Golden Knights, host of the Chirp NHL podcast. Uh, I'm going to swing to other news around the NHL. Uh, Brendan Gallagher's uh, elbow last night. Uh, how many games is that going to get a guy? I thought it was going to be starting at five and it would be in person. Not a phone hearing, but the NHL Department of Player Safety has an, a, a different opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and then seeing the reaction around the league, not that George Peros and company, uh, take their lead from, uh, Twitter or X and, uh, and the various hockey pundits uh, out there. But that hit last night drew as much immediate reaction across the league, not just the Islanders, not just Montreal fans defending. Uh, it was from East Coast to West Coast, uh, up north to down south. Every, and everybody was the same. It was ugly, and it needed to be big. And I thought I thought it would be six plus, just because of the way he comes across, Brandon comes across, and then really does look like he extends yeah. that that elbow. And uh, it, I, I haven't seen an, an angle that you can say, well, there might be a reason here, or he maybe didn't extend the chicken wing as much. I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary. And I'll, I'll give. Um, uh, Mike Johnson credit, who was doing the game on uh, English television in Canada, uh, credit right away. That that, that he's going to he will for sure be suspended. There was no wishy washiness there, and it was uh, it gathers steam from there. So knowing that it's going to be five or less uh, because it's a phone hearing uh, grabs me by a little bit of surprise. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, talking to uh, Damien Echeverrieta and uh, and George and just uh, getting. Uh, their explanation. Uh, it's one of the perks of our business, uh, right, Drew, that we can lean on these guys <laughs> and sort of get an explanation on uh, on how things work. But it 
it was as ugly of a open ice hit as we've seen in a long time. Uh, Darren Millard uh, here on the Green Zone. Darren, we'll leave it there. Of course, we'll have to have you back to talk about the uh, Vegas Golden Knights when they start getting healthy. This specific division with the Canucks, Oilers, and Golden Knights going to get pretty interesting come April, I believe, Darren. I hope I'm talking to you guys in two weeks then. If we're going to talk again when they're healthy, I hope it's in two weeks, uh, but it might be a little bit longer given some of the guys that are out there. Always great talking to you guys. Always have uh, time for my buddies in the prairies. Well, Darren, we always have time for you. Thanks for it, and safe travels uh, back home to Manitoba next week. Thank you. I'd say the same to uh, to Drew, but he doesn't stop traveling, so it's all just one big trip. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> that is Darren Millard from the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, pre- and post-game host, as well as the host of the yes. NHL's Chirp broadcast and uh, former uh, radio guy in Saskatchewan. Uh, be- he's a Brandon guy, but, well, you know, yeah. it's, it's he's a He's a good, good man. Got all the time in the world for Darren, and because he, he's been – He's treated me, even when he was the big star at Sportsnet and I was just a regional guy, he was always real good to me. I, I, I love Darren. Great man. More coming up here on the Green Zone, including Drew's thoughts on Brendan Gallagher and that elbow last night on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Niger Romendo with you here on a Friday afternoon, getting set for NFC-AFC Championship weekend. Uh, we're going to debate about... Uh, Two legendary quarterbacks, one continuing to make his resume, while one has just walked away from the game recently. Yeah, Mahomes v. Brady, Friday face-off. Not who you got based on Brady's entire career, but at 28 years old, Patrick Mahomes is trying to match what Tom Brady had accomplished at 28 years old, which is three Super Bowl championships. But Drew Remenda... Everybody's favorite game, spinning the wheel of justice of the National Hockey League's Department of Player Safety. Brendan Gallagher, elbow and out in Pellick last night. How many games? Five. Five. Five games. He this was significant. So, I, I looked it up. He was not offered an in-person hearing, so it can only get to five. I thought it would start at five yeah. after that. It's I, I, I don't know why some guys, not some guys, guys just lose their mind sometimes on the ice. And maybe there's something from the bat, from the past, something we didn't see, something that happened where Pellick speared him or gave him a cheap shot or something that Brendan was holding a grudge. Or maybe just Brendan lost his mind for a second and came across the ice in the middle of the ice, threw the chicken wing up. So five is five. I, I think I, when I first saw it, I went five. I was at the movies last night when you texted me, by the way. That's why I didn't get back to you. So, oh, I was wondering. You usually, get back to me right away, yeah. but no, I was wasn't not, watching. I was actually, a little I was bit watching, concerned to be. I was watching honest. Jason Statham kick ass on the Beekeeper. If you like revenge flicks and you like violence, go see the Beekeeper. It's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I would not walk into a theater with a movie titled The Beekeeper. I just wouldn't wouldn't happen. Not. <laughs> Jamie and I, Drew Romanda with you. All request Friday. David and Regina wanted to hear a little sound garden. Getting ready for the weekend of uh, conditions that are going to be, well, nice. It is going to be nice this weekend. <laughs> Sun shining. Snow melting. Ah, ice fishing weather, Drew Romanda. That's what it is. Ice fishing weather. You don't even need to go in the tent unless it's windy or the plane, apparently. Did you see the pictures? 
You haven't seen the photos of those guys? No. There's a crew in Saskatchewan who acquired a plane and turned it into the greatest ice fishing shack of all time. It doesn't have wings. Right. They didn't buy the wings when they bought the plane. That's smart. I was I was chuckling that there's the wings were apparently optional at, and for an extra price the person that was selling the plane was like you can no you can have the you can have the the plane but the wings are extra. And I was like, "No, we're good." <laughs> yeah, cuz you were bringing it down the highway, it would be easier without the wings, obviously. Yeah, right? absolutely. Going down the road, it's fine. So they got their little own airplane RV? Uh, yeah. This thing could get cold in there? <laughs> no, no, no. They got heaters in there and everything. They, really? It is. Oh, yeah. They got spray foam insulation in that thing. Get out they, of they, here. They, oh, really? yeah. They, <laughs> this is legit. To where be, are they? I think it's Long Lake, isn't it? Uh, where they're stationed out there? Just off... Uh, the last mountain lake, I guess. Um, that, How many guys are we talking here? Well, I think it's four. I think it's a crew of four, but they invite some people in every once in a while. Um, could you imagine how many people just walk up to that thing? Just, just to see what's going on, what the hell's going on there. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Honey, We get, can I get a plane? <laughs> so, you know me. I, I would not, I'd not last two seconds on a. Ice fishing? Anything that I'm enclosed in tightly. Yeah. Yeah. I go crazy. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Claustrophobic. I didn't know you were claustrophobic. Oh, yeah. I learned something new today about Drew Romina. That and his his bee knowledge. That is another thing I learned about Drew Romina. It's all from the movie last night. Anything I quote from the bees is all from the movie last night. So. um, But also, like, I'm claustrophobic to the point where. Like my boys still to this day, when they want to drive their old man crazy, will, if I'm laying down on the couch, they'll bring a blanket and they'll wrap it tightly over my feet and and literally tuck me in and I'll lose my mind. That's how close to close. How do you handle care. elevators and stuff? Like that Calgary Flames elevator is terrible. It's small and it's slow. Yeah. Who said I take that elevator? Oh, you 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 would take the stairs, do you? Take the stairs. Yeah, that makes sense. And if it and if it if I'm in a hotel and people get a bunch of people get in the elevator before me, I wait. I will get into the hotel. We all arrive as a team. I'll wait till everybody goes upstairs. I sit back in the in the lobby and I just sit and I wait. Everybody goes upstairs. People are coming down from our team before I will get up in the elevator. But what about that time you were in? Uh, was it in San Jose? You're at the hotel and you got accosted by cheerleaders in the elevator. Like they just like storm the elevator. You handled yourself okay in that situation? All the bows and tight in I there. Was, with... It was it that was at the Hilton. Yeah, it was. Um, they were little, so I could. I, I saw over them. I was. I was. I was the big guy in the elevator. Yeah, so I was okay there. They're like but the I, U12 I team. Or they're like the U12 yeah. team or something. Yeah, like I only had to go up to like four okay. floors on that one. So that was the other aspect of it. Uh, yeah. The plane is at Pelican Point. Someone has texted us if anybody Pelican wants Point. to. Pelican Point, uh, Last Mountain Lake. <laughs> you want to take a look, see it. It's, uh, you can see the story as well in the pictures at cjme.com or ckom.com. It's pretty good. It's um, pretty good, though. Gotta there's some, That's there is good. some. The, we should do like a... Not us, the green zone, but as a radio station, we like show us the greatest ice fishing shack you That's have, it, yeah. like the souped up, 
yeah. like old trailers that people haul out there and everything else. Maybe have somehow hook up a satellite dish, watch the NFC championship game this weekend while you're ice fishing, all that stuff. I'm sure Saskatchewanians, uh, they, they know how to do outdoors really well uh, in the province. Okay. But right now, uh, Drew and I, after all this fun and frivolity, it's time to fight. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Going head to head. Those guys, five minutes each for fighting! Whose side are you on? This is Face Off. I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Remenda. This is Friday Face-Off. We pick a topic. I declare I'm the victor afterwards, and that's pretty well <laughs> it's, it's how, how it works. goes. It's pretty much the truth, yep. yep. I wasn't even here last week, and I won the competition, so I couldn't skew the votes on the best Saskatchewan team. He's the only guy who has access to... That's a lie. The, Producer Scott posted it. Yeah, and, and he was second. He was second, so he didn't want to make, he he didn't want to make it look he bad. He could have so, won. No, but he's, he at least has a little bit of... of uh, if he knew what he was doing, he'd be able to win. But yeah, anyway, Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but today's debate, and it's been talked about this week, with Patrick Mahomes trying to win his third Super Bowl before the age of 29. Turns 29 later this year. Uh, Tom Brady won three Super Bowls um, at that same age. So if you had 28-year-old Tom Brady with 28-year-old Patrick Mahomes, and you know nothing about the rest of Tom Brady's career, you don't know that nothing he went on to future. win four more, and he threw for 50 touchdowns and all that other stuff, that you yeah. just saw Tom Brady at 28 and Patrick Mahomes at 28 years old, one with three championships, one with two championships, which quarterback, Drew Remenda, are you taking to run your football team? Well, you know as well as I do who I'm, who I'm taking. I'm taking Tom. Taking Tom all day long. Tom's my favorite quarterback. Next to Joe Montana and Steve Young. Tom is Tom, Joe, Steve, then everybody else from down there. But it's for me, it's it's Tom Brady. I know what everybody else is gonna say, Patrick, because of the athlete and everything else. Tom Brady because of the brains and because of the work ethic. That's why. And also I, I think Patrick Mahomes has a pretty decent work ethic. I saw him walk Tom's on quarterback. I mean, the I mean, documentary quarterback out, on Netflix. Out loud, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I'm not just when you say just because one guy has a work ethic and I bring up his work ethic doesn't mean I'm dismissing the other guy's work ethic for crying out loud. You can't be a pro athlete at that level not have a work ethic. Of Tom didn't do as many commercials as Patrick, but and Tom never got the bundle championship from from uh state state farm. But <laughs> But and the hair commercials. I don't think Tom was doing hair commercials either. With uh, no, 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 with what is uh, that? Mini Troy, Troy? Palomalu, Troy Palomalu, Troy, yeah, mm-hmm. Palomalu, yeah. But but I would take Tom. Is you know me? Tom was my favorite favorite guy to watch. The reason I love the, the Patriots or, or watch the Patriots cheer for him because of Tom Brady. So at twenty eight years old, Tom Brady. I couldn't believe this when looking. Tom Brady had not yet won an NFL MVP. Patrick Mahomes has already got two of those. He's been the championship game every single year, the AFC championship game. Been to three Super Bowls, lost one, one, two. Might be on his way to another one, but we don't know that yet. So we're going on this moment in time right now. And I look at 
the consistency. Tom Brady did miss the playoffs one year uh, in that in that span. After his first Super Bowl, they missed the playoffs. Then they won two straight. What Patrick Mahomes does at the quarterback position, I I have to go with Patrick Mahomes. His ability to extend the plays, run out of the pocket, all the arm angles he's throwing all over the place. Now, I will say, at times, Patrick Mahomes did have Tyreek Hill, and he did have Travis Kelsey. and Tom Brady did it, and I don't know why I'm trying to prove Drew's point, uh, but... What was it, Dion Branch? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Wes Welker back in the day. Um, it's it's kind young of Gronk. like arguing. It's kind of like arguing. Do you want ten million dollars in one hundreds, or do you want ten million dollars in fifties? Fifties. A lot of people don't take hundreds. Yeah. Okay, right, exactly. You're right. So, but, but that's basically <laughs> basically the argument we're having right now. <laughs> I mean. Okay, thank you. I think Whatever I just, you want. I just proved myself. I think I might have an opinion about everything. Everybody <laughs> texts in, Nye, do you have an opinion, sometimes stupid opinion about everything? I was like, I think, bing, I think I just do. I, I even have an opinion you on which they, the denomination of bills I'd take. Uh, for do you know a where they dollars. take hundreds without even batting an eye? Vegas? Absolutely. <laughs> they don't even look at it. To, some, some places will go. They'll put it up and then they'll mark it with the magic marker to make sure it's not counterfeit. Yeah. Vegas just goes, thanks, boom. I actually asked a, a cashier, do you take 100? And she looked at me like, yeah, idiot. Of course I do. This is Vegas. Hey, Drew, what did I say before this segment? Chad from Esther Hazy. Like, and I said, what did I say? Well, of course you... he's going to phone in and we know what he's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She's just saying... Go ahead, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, I'll call in every week, every season, every year, and keep calling. And what I've noticed, because it's been doing it since like about year four or five, is every year the pushback against Mahomes being GOAT is a little bit less, a little bit less. And he doesn't have to play the year 24. By year 15, he will be GOAT. And he doesn't, he'll, he'll be able to take eight years off and still beat all those records. He'll have... What's he got? Oh, what's that? 60 or 70 some more touchdown passes in the first seven seasons, 7,000 more yards, two more MVPs, way more. I will, I will say though, the game compared to Tom Brady's first oh, couple oh, of oh. years to it's now is yeah, drastically yeah. different. The passing games have gone completely bonkers uh, over the last decade. That's what Patrick hasn't had. Patrick in his two Super Bowl has never had a top ten defense. Tom rode top two defenses to all. Yeah, it was all defense for Tom. It was all it was all defense for Brady in his career. Yeah, okay, yes, thanks, Cam. Yeah, two uh-huh, his first uh-huh, career was all defense. Uh-huh. His second was all offense. You go okay. look at the stats. You go look at the stats. Hey, I've seen Tom Brady play. See, this is the problem. Hold on, hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. I know we know. Here's the problem. Here's the problem when we start doing which I consider one of the dumbest. Um, Arguments in sports, which is goat argument, goat and goat of all time. Those are the two dumbest arguments that I you can think of. When you when you start talking about one guy, you immediately slag the other guy, which is garbage because they're both fantastic. Like I said, it's like, do you want ten million in hundreds or you want ten million in fifties? Go on, Chad. You can go. <laughs> you know, you are right, but I'm just saying that. The quarter that Kansas City's two Super Bowls are way more quarterback reliant than he didn't have. Like, 
Patrick doesn't mm-hmm. have Bill Belichick's defense. Never has. He's got the best defense he's ever had this year, finally. He's got Spagnola's. He's got Spagnola's defense. Yeah, is pretty year. damn good. This year. Come on. Yeah. Has anybody ever said that Kansas City's rode a defense to a Super Bowl title? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but you're the what, only. What about, but you're the only guy. But you're the only guy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're the only guy who said that Tom Brady's rode three Super Bowls to a Donna defense. <laughs> no, I said he's had a top five defense. All three of them statistically were top five defenses. All three. Go look at the stats. I'm only a data man. I just give you the data. All three defenses. No, no. You're giving opinion. You're giving a pretty strong opinion right now, Bip. Well, who was All the three Super Bowls were one with top five. Statistically, top five defenses the first three. His second three was a rehabilitation. He went. Remember, everybody forgot he went a damn decade without winning one, and then he won three more, and then one after leaving. And those are different. Tom in the second career, I call it his second career, was way better quarterback than his first three. He he's like you're right. Tom Brady is him and Patrick are the two best to ever touch the field, I believe. And his second career is way better. His second four Super Bowls are way more impressive than his first three. His first three were run the ball, throw it 18 times, all that stuff. I watched the guy three times live, and I left all three times I watched Tom Brady live leaving. I was like, if that's the best quarterback's ever touched the field, God, we messed up this game because that guy was so underwhelming. Oh, jeez. Okay, and now, thank you very much. <laughs> I watched him four times, and I thought every time I saw him, he was absolutely amazing. So, oh, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Completions for 180. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, yeah. Tom. Thanks. Did, they, did they win? Did they win? Did they win? I seen Stafford throw for 400, but Tom Brady 180 was just ah, yeah. oh, that's right. yeah. well this year, okay. well, this year Thanks, if, if Kansas City wins this year we'll make sure to mention that it, he won with a defense we'll, we'll make sure to put the asterisk next to Patrick Mahomes third title that he needed a top defense to win a, a championship to be fair apparently uh, on the text line uh, I go with Drew all the way TB12 fiercest quarterback ever fiercest quarterback ever yeah I did um, love those. Um, I did love those when he was mic'd up. That's for sure. Those were whoa. Fun, okay, it? now, now, what, what are we doing here? But this was Brady and Mahomes. People are saying Terry Bradshaw. Oh, Bradshaw. Early in his how about Roger, career, how about Roger Staubach. Another one says Peyton Manning was a better quarterback Peyton in Manning. his prime than Brady or Mahomes. That's not bad. That's not. That's not a bad argument, as you're just talking about the quarterback position and not championships. That's not bad. That's I can't I can't bad. do it because he couldn't beat Tom. There's he did beat Tom once, of course, in Indianapolis. That was right before the back-to-back titles. Uh, he'd won three. That was before the you know four, five, and and six. But. Um, he did beat him in Indianapolis, but could never beat him in Foxborough and went on to win the Super Bowl that year uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. But mm, I can't do it. I can't take Manning over Brady or Mahomes from what those two have done. But Manning, number three, okay, he'd be there. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.